Hello, everybody. Oh, that can go away. So, <laughs> hi, guys. Tonight, we're going to talk about wine some more. We're going to do a ranking. It's going to be interesting. We're going to put all the opinions in. So, yeah, that's what we're up to tonight. I'm Elena, James's fiance. So, y'all know that. But <laughs> on to everyone else. Yeah, I'm Jessica again. We're also kind of including some just girly drinks in general because we're not necessarily wine experts so we're just including some girly girly drinks now granted my husband drinks all of the girly drinks so i don't know if that's really a good name for them but uh <laughs> that's where we're at right now but anyways so yeah i'm jessica patrick is my husband um but and we're just gonna start by i know elena and i already introduced ourselves, but we're gonna um have ailey start by telling us what her favorite girly drink is so um, yeah, so I'm Ailey. Thanks for including me back. Um, my favorite girly drink, I think, is probably just, I don't know if it's really girly, but I think my favorite's like a twisted tea. Um, so, yeah. Good stuff. What are your guys's? <laughs> <laughs> um, my go-to is usually, oh no, I'm blanking on what the name is right now. Um, the minty ones. What's it called? Uh, a mojito. Yes, thank you. I knew it started with an M. Yeah, I usually go for a mojito. Those are my all-time favorite. So James likes those. Yeah. What about you, Alina? Um, mine doesn't have a fancy name. It's just my go-to when I'm at home, and I like doing orange juice with slow gin. It's really good, and, like, it's not strong at all, but I can feel it pretty quick, so, th but that's partially because I can't taste it so much, and so then I just chug it, <laughs> which, bad choices, but one way to do. <laughs> That's one way to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, so we are going to, hopefully I can do this correctly, but we are going to be ranking the wine. I think I'm sharing my screen right now. Got it. Oh, one second. It did a weird. There we go. It's back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully you'll be able to see it um, eventually. It's there. We're good. But our tier list goes like the top tier is what we're calling liquid orgasm. Um, hey. And then A tier, we couldn't come up with anything. So it's called the A tier. <laughs> but it's right below the best tier ever. Um, and then our B tier is Thirst Quencher. C tier is Drinkable. D tier is Dishwater. And then like our F tier is like Sahara Desert. Um, pretty bad. <laughs> so... <laughs> Sahara Desert. Just dry. Uh, so yeah. So that's... So we're gonna get started. We have a couple different wines to 
do. So let's start with. I guess we'll start with one that we all know. Um, and as Alien Anna, um, unfortunately Anna couldn't join us this week, but I'm sure she's encouraging us while she's driving. So we'll start with their favorite. So just a barefoot um, Moscato. Hey. This one, yeah. Where would you guys rank a barefoot Moscato? I mean, Moscato is my favorite. So I know that you have two different types of or brands of Moscato. I've only had the barefoot one, I'm pretty sure. So I don't know the difference. Yeah, so the two types of Moscato I have are both like the cheapo wines that are usually like college girls or me and my mom's go to. Mm -hmm. So I have a barefoot Moscato and I also have Arbor Mist Moscato. The bottle so... of the Arbor Mist one is pretty, so we should put that one up higher. <laughs> Ailey, do you have an argument for either of them? Um, well, I've never had the Arbor Mist, but it does look very pretty. Um, <laughs> the Barefoot wine, like, I know I used to like that. I just haven't liked it in a while. But I probably still drink it, just because it's, it's cheap. Um, yeah. So maybe, like, personally, I'd probably put it maybe, like, Thirst Quencher. Like, not my top yeah, like choice, but, yeah. Yeah, it is a pretty good deal. Um... And it doesn't taste that bad, and there are a wide variety of flavors, which I like. Um, I will say, I think Arbor Mist tends to have a wider variety of flavors, and they tend to do more mixes of different flavors. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would agree. Are you cool with the B tier for Alina? Sure. Okay, we'll start with the B tier. Um, yeah, it's one of those that is nice to drink once in a while and you know it's nice when you drink a lot of it and get the nice little little buzz from the wine but after yeah. that, the aftertaste is definitely like a cheap mm. so um do you guys have any preference on the arbor mist like i said i think it has a wider variety of flavors um taste wise i can't say i really see a difference between barefoot and arbor mist other than i'm more used to arbor mist because that's what mom gets so i would probably put it above but I don't have a preference for you guys. I feel like I can't really give an opinion. I've never had it, but it, I take your word for it. <laughs> Do you have a preference, Alina? Um, it should go A tier because it's pretty. Okay. Pretty colors. Like the, the, the bottle always just makes it taste better. Mm -hmm. So yeah that is true i will say the arbor mist has like a frosted outside of the bottle so it does oh, look a little fancy. fancier but fancy fancy it's a barefoot <laughs> i'll say that it's higher tier just because barefoot's a little bit more typical mm -hmm. <laughs> so um and then i actually do have another moscato and this happens to be my favorite moscato so i'm a little biased mm -hmm. but it's some moscato de Osti. so this is more of like the dessert wines that we were talking about last mm -hmm. time a yeah. little bit higher alcohol content super sweet um, not everybody likes the super sweet. I personally am immature and I like the sweetness. Um, what are you guys' take on it? Um, I don't know if I've had that either, but I feel like, yeah, it like, depends on my mood if I like it to be really sweet or not. Usually I don't like it to be like overly sugar where it just makes my mouth hurt if it's too sugary, yeah. but um, it looks really pretty too. So. <laughs> 
I, I, I don't know if I can give an opinion, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I was... know if you had any of the wine at my wedding, but the, we did have a Moscato de Asti at my wedding. Oh, you I did. don't remember if you guys tried that. Uh, that's probably what I drank all night then, and that was good. However, I was already feeling <laughs> it from the party bus. So, that was yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah, after the party bus, I feel like I don't remember what I drank. I just know people were, kept spilling on me, so just, that might have been something oh. <laughs> I just know that I continuously drank Moscato, so if that's what was there, it was good. And that and stealing from, like, James's drink and trying what, like, Eric had, so. Okay. Um. Do we want to do A tier? Do we want to do higher? Um, let's go. I can't decide. A tier. I just, I don't think anything will get into the liquid orgasm care category <laughs> because I haven't drank much else, so. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. Like, out of all the choices here, I'm not sure if anything will if be we, up there. If we but... get to the end and there's nothing there, we can move that one. How about that? <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we'll put it here because, like Ailey said, I mean, it is a sweet wine, mm -hmm. so it kind of depends on what you're eating, what kind of mood you're in. It's not necessarily something that you're always craving all the time kind of yeah. thing. But yeah. once I'm pretty drunk, I can handle a really sweet drink, but <laughs> I'm just sipping, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then another um, one that you'll find often with college students is boxed wine. Of course. Now, I've heard that it's better if you take the bag out and slap it before you drink it. I think that's some sort of ritual, but I'll admit I've never had boxed wine, so I don't know how either of you have experience with it. I know that for a while we had a thing of box wine in my, uh, sorry, chat from Pat, but, um, what was I saying? There was a thing of box wine in my parents' fridge for a while at one point. That, that's all I got. I, I would put it as drinkable, probably, but. That seems like a pretty safe Safe bet. Mm -hmm. Are you okay with that, Ailey? Yeah. I've heard it's not great. Again, I think it's one of those things that you, like, chug and drink in high, like, high volume mm -hmm. <laughs> to try to get buzzed. So. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm still recovering from being sick the last two days, so Aww. sorry for coughing so much. Um, okay, so let's get on to some of the more, the fancier wines. Um, and... I may need to read descriptions on some of these because I'm not sure how familiar we are with these, but I looked up the top, like, types of wines. So Chardonnay is, I think everyone has heard the name Chardonnay before. Have either of you tried a Chardonnay before? Read me the description. Because <laughs> I, I know so, I've heard it. <laughs> Let's see here. So, Chardonnay. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Okay, here. So it's quite fruity. It has a lot of body, so it's a little bit like thicker on the tongue. It's not that sweet. Um, and it's a kind of like midway average acidity is what it says. So it says it usually tastes like yellow citrus, um, or any kind of yellow fruits, tropical fruits. Um some taste like lemon, some taste like yellow pear and apple, others banana and pineapple. And often there's a touch of butterscotch vanilla from the oak. And what that means is that's 
from the oak barrels that it must mm-hmm. be normally in. Um, so its description is Chardonnay is a dry, full-bodied white wine that was planted in large quantities for the first time in France. When oak-aged, Chardonnay will have a spicy, bourbony notes. Um, unoaked wines are lighter and zesty with apple and citrus flavors. That sounds so, good. It does sound yeah. really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think it's, it is more of a dry white wine. Which actually, now's a good time. Elena, do you want to pull up that uh, chart that we have? I thought you were going to pull it up. Because I don't have it open. Oh. Um, I don't have it uh, either. But Isn't I... it in the chat? Somewhere. One second. A lot of pictures from the news in the chat. <laughs> I found it. Now we just have to get it pulled up. Okay. I found this chart on, I think, Primer Magazine. Full on wines and stuff. And I found this chart that kind of takes the most popular wines and it ranks it versus, versus on uh, sweetness to dryness. Um, and also like reds and whites and a little bit of other things. Okay, cool. So... I have shown the chart. Okay, so... So it looks like I have it pulled up on my phone here. So we got a range from red to white with the strong tannins versus strong intensity and a dry and a sweet. Mm -hmm. Gotta say, I see port on there. And I've heard that that is very, very good, specifically because my mom and my aunt's wife got very, very drunk off that with some dark (laughs) chocolate on the side. (coughs) So it was like my grandma's like 90 something, 80, was it her 80th birthday? I can't remember. That's the way to do it. And yeah. They had a good time with that. <laughs> I always thought port was like one that you cook with, but I know sherry, you can cook with sherry, but Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, so it looks like Chardonnay is kind of in our it's like the driest of the white wines on here. Um so it's pretty intense, pretty fruity and crispy. Mm, um I personally am not a dr- So for me it'd probably be something that's drinkable, but I don't know what you girls seem to think it would be pretty good with all the different fruity notes. What do you guys think? Uh, Ailey, gonna let you take that because I missed it from my cat being a little turd. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't remember if I have tried a Chardonnay or not. From the description, it does sound very fancy and very good. Um... A really dry white, I feel like personally, just tastes better than a really dry red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so I'd maybe say drinkable or thirst quencher, one of those two. Mm-hmm. I put it thirst quencher. Okay. Honestly, okay. I got comment real quick. I feel like Milo, stop it. Um, <laughs> thirst quencher should have been switched with the A tier. And then where Thirst Quencher is should be, like, First Communion or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, I do have church wine on our list. We can do that one next. Um, uh, tends to be very bitter. Um, I have had a church wine that, like, I took a sip and I walked away coughing. Now, granted, I'm Catholic, so we believe it's the blood of Christ. So, I mean, the blood of Christ was very dry that day. Oh, um, but, uh, but I, I can't say I'm necessarily, like, wanted to go back for another sip of church wine. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> never, never wanted to drink more. <laughs> I feel like as the blood of Christ, obviously, like, I like that, but I don't like yeah. the wine before. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna put it in dishwater. Yeah. I'm not comfortable putting the blood of Christ at the lowest tier. Um, Granted, like we're ranking the wine, not that, not when it becomes the blood of Christ. Mm -hmm. So we'll we'll just leave it at that. But use, yeah, Which, of course, they don't want it to be like sweet because they don't want people to be like, oh, like, give me more because like it's oh, still yeah, yeah. alcohol in it. But... Yeah, it's like you are sinning. <laughs> yeah, but there's always just that one time you go to church and you accidentally take too much of a sip, and then you're just like in the back gagging <laughs> and like, can I drink the holy water now? <laughs> Good job. Also, Jess, do you want oh. to look at this chart anymore, or shall we transition back so people can see us? We can transition back. Now that they know what the chart looks like, I can describe it when I when we get to another one. So Cool beans. So that way there's something more going on. And we're back. And off to the races. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so now you'll see that we added Chardonnay up on Thirst Quencher, and um, we added Church Wine on Dishwater. Um, the wine itself. <laughs> so, um, another one that I've heard is actually really good, and this is a red wine, is the Cabernet Sauvignon. Sauvignon. I think that's I what my mom likes that I hated. I know this is, so, Patrick's family are pretty big into the sweeter red wines, um, and I know that his brother is like, this, he said this is the best wine. Um, I can give you a little description here. So on our little chart that you just saw, it's kind of it's kind of the second most dry red wine that's on the list. Um, so it is it's probably high in tannins, that kind of thing. Um, and then it is described as <laughs> full-bodied with herbal notes. Um, it has rich flavors of currant, whatever that means. <laughs> that's too fancy. Let's go to the other one that's not as fancy. Um, okay, so this one they say it tastes kind of like black cherry, black currant. It must be a fruit. Um, baking spices and cedar, again from the oak barrels, because as we said last time, red do tend to be in oak barrels. Um, it's described as a full-bodied red grape, first heavily planted in the Bordeaux re region. Today, it's the most popular wine variety in the world. Um, it's full-bodied with bold tannins and a long, persistent finish driven mostly by the higher levels of alcohol and tannin that often accompany the wines. Ah, so more alcohol. Must be higher up on the list, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more alcohol so content? Yeah, so it tends to have more alcohol. Um, it has a lot of those tannins, which, again, give it kind of the dry, bitter taste. And then... Um, it's pretty full-bodied, so it's a little bit thicker on the tongue. Um, and it is more towards the dry, dry red. Mm -hmm. So based on what we've talked about, I'm not mm -hmm. sure this would be my cup of wine. 
glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. I would put that in Sahara Desert because, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what my mom likes and is disgusting. Yeah, I've had it before and I, I it's not my favorite. But like, I feel like with the dinner, it's, it's better because it's not your only, the only flavor in your mouth. But the high alcohol content that you mentioned, Jess, I feel like definitely makes it a little bit more drinkable. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can drink dishwater. It's not enjoyable, but you can drink dishwater. So maybe put it there. <laughs> Bad choices is what we call that. <laughs> okay, we'll go. We'll go with dishwater. Um, sorry for, sorry to Mike. Um, that you like it, but that's your fault. <laughs> it is. Uh, so. And I've been informed in the chat that a current, current, it's it's a current, like, I think, yeah, <laughs> but not like okay. water current. <laughs> no, some kind of fruit. Okay, so another one. Let's see. While we're on dry red red wines, so the driest red wine on that chart that we looked at earlier is this Zinfandel. Now, there is a white Zinfandel, which mm. I've heard, I think, is a sweeter white wine, actually. Mm. But a red Zinfandel is actually considered, like, on our chart anyways, the driest of the red wines. Um, okay. That one should go in Sahara Desert, since it's the driest of the red wines. <laughs> yeah. I it would agree. <laughs> typically, zesty ranges from medium to full-bodied and dry to off-dry. I don't even know what off-dry is. saying, I don't think I want a zesty wine. <laughs> there, there are things like... to be zesty. <laughs> there are some wines that they describe as, like, spicy. I'm like, I don't think I want a spicy wine. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> Okay, so this one is a broad, exotic array of fruits from overripe nectarine to, like, raspberry or sour cherry. Um, there's also an Asian five spice powder and sweet tobacco taste to it, which automatically sounds disgusting. Um, it's a medium-bodied red wine that originated in Croatia. Oh, sorry, Croatia. Um, wines are fruit-forward and spicy with a medium-length finish. So, it is better known as, or I guess it, it's white Zinfandel is more of like a pinky white wine. Mm. And like I said, I think that one's a pretty sweet one, but I think... All Sounds I can like think they're... of is why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like we agree that one's still hair desert. Mm -hmm. Um, no spicy wines for us ladies. There. So, um, might as well just keep following our chart here while we're at it. So the next one, okay, so the driest wine was the Zinfandel, and then we had, the next one was the Cabernet. It looks like the next one down um, that is actually on our list is our Merlot. Mm. Again, I think there's some white Merlots, mm -hmm. um, but this one's kind of in between dry and sweet, it looks like on our chart here. Um, it's a little bit lighter of a red wine, and it is considered... Do, do, do. Fruity, spicy, very soft, less tannic than the Cabernet. Hmm. 
I don't know how to feel about this one. Yeah, it's kind of like in the middle. Mm -hmm. It's similar to a, I don't know how it's called, a, a Syrah. Apparently, is also a, it's a very similar to that kind of wine, which is a full-bodied red wine. Um, it can taste like blueberry, plum, tobacco, cured meat, black pepper, and violet. Those are such different yeah. tastes. How can a wine taste like that? I don't know if I trust this wine folly <laughs> website. Cured meat? I don't even know. It's like a drinkable charcuterie um, board. <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> it Apparently it's from like France and Australia. Um, they have intense fruit flavors and medium weight tannins. Um, it, it often has a meaty like beef broth or jerky quality. That's what so the heck? <laughs> Why would you describe it like that? What makes that sound appetizing? I don't, mm. I don't know. This, that is, that's the description for the Syrah wine, which is not exactly the Merlot. Mm -hmm. Just so you know. The Merlot didn't have much of a description. So, I don't know if you okay. guys have ever had a Merlot. I think that's the like other one that my mom likes. And that, from what I can remember, that one is more manageable <laughs> than... The, the other one. The Cabernet. But still dishwater? <laughs> I might put it as drinkable, but it, it might be dishwasher. So, I'll let... Dishwasher. I'll let, <laughs> dishwasher. Sorry. <laughs> I have slurred my words. We're looking at too much wine. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting drunk by looking at the pictures. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll stick it in dish. Who wants meaty wine? That sounds kind of weird. It just sounds so wrong. It might be one that's nice when it's paired with a meal, like we were talking about last time, where, you know, certain mm -hmm. wines are better and more full-flavored with mm -hmm. meals, but I don't know. Look at like the with child. the spaghetti bowl guys. or something. Look at him. So then our next one, again, that's kind of in the middle of dry and sweet. It's a little on the sweeter side, but it's still red wine, is the Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm. Again, I've heard of this wine a lot. Um, I've never had it. Have all, either of you like, had it? All three, like, well, the two in the dishwater one and then the Pinot Noir. I know all of those are ones that my mom has had before. So, that that's all I got for you. <laughs> it says so. it's a delicate and fresh, very soft tannins with fruity aromas. Okay, that sounds nice. That sounds nice. So, yeah, I think it's kind of like a mild, I mean, it's not a sweet red, but it's kind of a mild red wine. Yeah, so if you like. That definitely sounds better than the others. Yeah, it's usually Thankful. like a cherry or cranberry fruity um, kind of red fruits. And it's dry, light bodied. Um, they typically have a higher acidity and they're soft and smooth. Okay, real quick, guys. So we got some some comments going in the chat. <laughs> Um, first off, Pat wants to say, Elena, what do you mean nothing is liquid orgasm? Bud Light Lime. No, it would kill me. <laughs> it makes one an ultimate unit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. And then, um, oh, and yes, I did say my aunt's wife. Uh, that, that yes, that, that is what it is. <laughs> And the most recent one, 
is question for the ladies of these wines which describes you the best <laughs> so hmm of the ones we've done so far or the ones that i've yet to cook um how about we answer that question at the end once we've gone through all of them but it has to be just the wines we can't do any of our uh, fancy fruity lady drinks Okay. Those. It has to be a wine. <laughs> Sounds That's our criteria. Good. Okay, so we'll do. We'll answer that question at the end. We'll come back to you, Mister Slaypoo. Mm -hmm. Um. But no, we're not. We're not redeeming. I apologize for his comments. He's been watching too many YouTube videos. Of um. So okay, so back to the Pinot Noir. So it sounds kind of mild. That one's I would pretty good. I would put it as drinkable, personally, because, again, yeah. I'm not a red person. It still seems mm -hmm. kind of dry, but I don't know if you guys have a higher... Um, Say drinkable, too. Yeah, drinkable. I can't put it up with our darling Moscatos, so... I know, right? <laughs> okay, so then we're on to... Um, the sweet red wine. So we have our sherry, our sweet sherry... Um, which is this little bottle with the cow on it here. Uh, <laughs> so like I said, I've heard of it as like a cooking wine. Mm -hmm. I think that's, um, but I have, I will admit, I've had some sweet red wines. I'm not sure what type they were that I did like because red wines just kind of are like a thicker, smoother wine, I think. Mm. Um, I don't always like the acidity of some white wines. So I don't know if this would be more up my alley, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you guys' thoughts are. I don't know. Do we have a description for this one? Um, I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. Um, you know, because it's a, like, you know it as a cooking wine more... Like, I feel like it would be, like, in the drinkable area. Because, you know, you don't drink it as much. You cook with it. I mean, assuming that that you are, in fact, correct. <laughs> yeah. So. I what are your thoughts, Ailey? Um, I was thinking because it is so high on the sweet scale for me mm -hmm. i would probably put it as drinkable also <laughs> drinkable. or like it's good enough yeah <laughs> yeah um the only option you know you can drink it but mm -hmm. <laughs> and then along those same lines so the sweetest of the red wines is actually this port wine which again i think i've heard it using cooking mm -hmm. i'm not sure if i've ever drank it um but it's another sweet red wine. Do we also want to put it in drinkable? I think that one should go in Thirst Quencher, actually. I have not had it myself, but because of uh, when my mom and aunt had it, they loved it. So I think it <laughs> should be in Thirst Quencher. Just, just for that. What do you think, Ailey? Well, I'm not, I'm not a sweet, really, really sweet person. but And I, I haven't tried a port. Mm -hmm. so i don't i can't really i don't know but i think either okay would be fine 
We'll put it on the end of drinkable, and everyone can just know that it's somewhere in between these two. We haven't tried it, so that's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just dying a little bit here. Okay, so um, the Sauvignon Blanc. Now we're going back to the whites, and again, I'm kind of starting with the dry whites and going back to the sweeter whites. So we did the Chardonnay, which is the driest of the whites on this chart. But now the Sauvignon Blanc is um, less dry than Chardonnay, still pretty dry. And I believe I do have a description of this one. So, so this is a dry, tart, and acidic with herbal flavors as well as tropical fruit. Is one description. Um, so it's very, very fruity and acidic. Um, it's pretty thin, not very sweet. It says it's aggressively citrus-driven. With some exotic fruits like honeydew melon, passion fruit, kiwi, and it's always herbaceous. Um, <laughs> it's described as a dry white grape, uh, widely planted in France, and they're typically tart and typically herbal. So intriguing. It's something I would try. It's something I definitely don't think I would like. <laughs> I yeah. Okay. Doesn't sound too bad. That's, yeah. That's Does it sound? Oh, go like ahead, they all just sound like so fancy, and I like that they sound fancy. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> but I don't know how I would like it either. Being super like on the dry side, but like not also it's a white dry, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. Do you like fruity and acidic? I like fruity, but not acidic. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at, because I feel mm. like the acidity leaves, like, a kind of sour taste in the back yeah. of your mouth when you're done. Mm. Yeah. But, I don't know. Do we want to put it in drinkable? Let's put it in drinkable and then move the port up. Hey. Okay. We'll do that. Okay, so then, going on to a little bit sweeter, we have the... um. Oh, so they actually have this on here. So actually, it has kind of towards the middle of dry and sweet. It's a little bit more dry than sweet. It's actually our sparkling wines. So I do have two separate. I have like a sparkling wine, and then I also have champagne. They're technically considered sort of the same thing, so we might end up putting them in the same spot. Mm -hmm. um, have you? I'm assuming you both have had champagne before, at least a sip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I personally think it's disgusting um, if it's not with something. Yeah, usually if I have it, it's mimosas. And, like, I can't really talk much on this one because I don't like anything fizzy. Like, it hurts my tongue. So I can't get past the fizz to actually yeah. taste it. So I, I shall not comment on this one because I cannot judge the flavor. I don't know about I'm the same as Alina. I can't do any fizzy. It's up okay. to you, Jess. Well, good. Then we're all perfectly comfortable putting it in Sahara Desert because I do not like champagne. <laughs> um, did you have champagne, like a champagne toast at your wedding? Or did you say No, we no. just did my favorite wine instead because we knew no one liked champagne. So Fair. why do it? Yeah. Um, um, I will say that other sparkling wines, so actually my Moscato de Asti that I really like is actually considered a sparkling wine. But it's not as fizzy as champagne. 
So this is kind of an unfair situation because there's a lot of different types of sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to put the sparkling wines in the middle because they can go either way. Um, And then I don't know, have either of you had Prosecco? It's very similar to Champagne. Um, I've heard of it. That... It's more tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> it's more tolerable. Should it go in the dishwater instead? Yeah, I don't know what you guys have thought on it. Like I said, it's a lot like champagne, but it is a little bit sweeter. Okay. That sounds... I all think that is also disgusting, but... <laughs> <laughs> that okay. one I have not had. I know, I know that. <laughs> okay, and while we're at it, um, I do have mimosas as one of our girly hey. drinks on here. So I, like, personally, mimosas were, like, okay... Until I had a mimosa that had peach-flavored champagne and pineapple juice instead of orange juice and regular champagne. And that peach and pineapple mimosa was fantastic. So I do like the diversity of mimosas. I don't know what your thought is. Yes. Mimosa is really good because you can drown out mm-hmm. the fizz. That is true. That is very <laughs> true. So I would, I would put mimosas way up there. However... The chat is currently going crazy, saying, where is the rum? So. The, it's the girly drinks, no rum. The rum is in the liquid orgasm category. That's Ew, where no. it is. No. <laughs> I hate rum. Uh, I'd put that below Sahara Desert. <laughs> I can always go for rum. That and peach whiskey. Oh, my God. I love peach whiskey so much. Okay. I will say, I don't, I don't hate rum as much as I hate bourbon and whiskey. Cannot stand it. Mm. but okay so can we put like mimosas are we thinking a tier thirst quencher yeah one of those two <laughs> yeah a tier let's go A-tier. we'll put an a tier just because so you can have a variety mm-hmm. like i said if you ever get the chance peach champagne and pineapple juice best mimosa ever mm-hmm. um okay so then now that we got those so then the next, again, kind of middle of the line between dry and sweet, but still a technically white wine, is we have our rosé and we have our pinot gris. Mm-hmm. So rosés, again, are made like the red wines, so they have a bit more tannin. Well, I don't know if they really have tannins, but mm-hmm. um, there is that. But let's see if I have a description of either of these. Also, Slaypoo, you're wrong. Peach whiskey is fantastic. And I'm sorry that I had to describe how much I hate fizzy things. <laughs> sorry. You just gotta deal with it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan of uh, bubbles either. Mm-hmm. I'm with you girls there. But, okay, so apparently Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris are pretty much the same thing. So again, I have those two separately. Um, but they're described as simple, light-bodied, dry, and crisp. Hmm. Um, those are fantastic. You love them? Yes. <laughs> would you put it, where would you put it at? Um, would on my own personal scale? Yeah. The, or I feel like the liquid orgasm one's just kind of hard, because <laughs> I don't know if anything can be, like, that amazing good. like that but so i'd put that in probably a tier for myself but i know that that's kind of more on the drier side although it, it actually like honestly is really i think it's the perfect amount of sweet 
Hmm. So I don't know if you guys would actually like it. I mean, we can throw it in the A tier, and I will hopefully remember to try it. (laughs) Yeah. It says it's usually delicate citrus citrus and um, other fruits uh, with some white floral notes. It's pretty light. Mm. It does sound like a nice, like, wine with a dinner where it's not too heavy or too sweet. Because I don't like my sweet wines when I'm eating something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds very nice. We'll put them up there. Again, sorry, I think they're the same thing. What about a rosé? I've always wanted to try rosé. I've tried to get myself to tr- to do one, um, and I finally bought one, but I still haven't tried it. Oh, goodness. Go <laughs> do open guys... it. Go open it right now. <laughs> uh, not right now, but... <laughs> Come on. It's for science. <laughs> the taste test. <laughs> yeah. The live one. <laughs> yep. I think um, you tried a rosé I brought back from Greece, Jess. It was a long time ago. But it was really, really, really dry. Mm. Mm. She's like, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah, I don't know. I I get a little scared of it just because it has the name of a flower. And I've had, like, coffee that have, like, the floral... Disgusting. So I don't like anything with floral flavor in it. Oh. Which is ironic because I'm a florist. Not that I eat flowers, <laughs> but still. Um... <laughs> so yeah (laughs) yeah but we'll put do we want to put it in just like a drinkable or thirst quencher like i've tried it but i've never gone back to be like oh it's so amazing i need to have it again then probably drinkable well drinkable yeah we'll go off of your expertise ailey Mm -hmm. i'm definitely not an expert (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then the sweetest of the white, I mean, besides the Moscato's, which we already did, the sweetest of the white wines um, is then the Riesling, mm-hmm. which I just think sounds so fancy. Like, I always want to drink a Riesling. Uh, you, like, make the S sound very Z-ish. Like, I've already always heard it as Riesling. Riesling? Not Riesling. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming it's supposed to be more S-ish, but I really am no. not sure. Well, according to you, uh, yeah, on this thing, it does say it's supposed to be Riesling. Mm. So, but. Yeah. But anyways. It's my favorite wine, but I don't think <laughs> it's that sweet. It's, yeah, actually, it shows here, it has a little chart, and it shows that it's very fruity, very acidic. A little bit thicker than other red wi- or white wines, but it's not super, doesn't have a lot of body. And the sweetness is actually about, like, halfway. Um, so, like Ailey said, it's not super sweet. It must be more on the sweet side. It says it's very citrus. Um, it tends to be with stone fruit, like white peach or nectarine. Um, it's always featured prominently, and there are usually some floral and sweet herbal elements. Um, it's always very high in acid, and they can be harmoniously sweet. Sweet and sour or dry and acidic. Um, apparently, this wine actually varies quite a lot. So a lot, mm. some people find it way too dry and acidic. Other people find it too sweet. Um, so it's kind of one I that like must the inconsistency with that. Like, well, they have different kinds. Like they like I was at a restaurant and I asked if they had one. And they were like, "Oh, do you want like more of a a sweet one or like like a drier one?" So they like different like bottles of different kinds of Riesling. Yeah. Hmm. So, I think you guys would like it if you tried it though. Because it's, it's pretty sweet. But not like too sweet. We'll say that it's more of the sweet Riesling. Okay. So 
Um, what do you guys think? Do we want to do A tier or Thirst Quencher? Mmm, Thirst Quencher. Are you okay with that, Ailey? <laughs> That's fine, I don't care. <laughs> okay, so we're down to our last four. We have ten minutes left, so this is good. Um, so now these are more of just our girly drinks or one kind of <laughs> offsets of wines. So I do have the wine slushy, which I know Ailey and Anna talked about last time. Um, so Ailey, we'll let you start with what you thought of your wine slushy. Which obviously you can make it with different types of wine, so just go based off of what you thought of it in general. Um, I think the one I had was a rosé with like ice and cranberry juice like in a blender. And it was it was pretty good. It was a nice drink for like being outside, so I would probably put that in like A tier or thirst quencher. Uh, let's go A tier cuz like it just sounds so refreshing. Say so a wine definitely... version of a pina colada or something. Yeah. I could definitely see myself at like a winery on a summer day like outside drinking a you know, wine slushy. And even if I didn't like the wine as much, I feel like the ice kind of like dims down some of the bitter or sour notes, so I feel like mm -hmm. that would help. Mm -hmm. Okay, so another uh, wine drink is our sangria here. Um, like I said last time, my only experience with the sangria is I bought a super cheap one in Costa Rica. Oh, it was absolutely terrible because I'm pretty sure they use like dirt red wine. Um, they probably use the Zinfandel that we put at the bottom here. <laughs> but I don't know if you have different experiences with sangrias. I've never had one. So, my experience is non-existent. <laughs> what about um, you, Ailey? I had a few. Um, I had one in Greece, and then I had one at, like, a work event that was, like, all in a bottle. Um, I feel I'm like I feel like I keep talking about all the different wines. Like I'm an expert, but I'm definitely not an expert. Um, You've but just I tried like Sangria. The both of us I... were just like, "Ooh, Moscato's good," and stuck with it forever. <laughs> Whereas you actually expand your horizons. <laughs> I feel like this is more of like a cocktail because usually you add other liquor into it and juice and like a bunch of fruit. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's pretty good, but I haven't, like, made it myself. I think Anna's made it herself, and she likes it a lot. Hmm. I'm thinking more Thirst Quencher, just because yeah. I know it's typically made with red wine, which aren't my favorite. Mm -hmm. but like you said, you can add other fruit and fruit juices, which mm -hmm. does, it's which pretty much makes it like a mimosa, where you can take the Sahara Desert and make it A-tier, so. Yeah. Yeah. So thirst quencher. <laughs> okay, and then definitely an offset and nothing to do with wine, but I have wine coolers on here. I personally chose Smirnoff because I know we all know what Smirnoff is, mm -hmm. but this would also include like the Jack Daniels, the Mike uh, Hard Mike's Hard Lemonade, um, and I know that. In college, anyways, that wine coolers were typically the things the guys would buy for us. So yeah. I know, like, my family, when we go to the Ozarks or we go camping, we'll buy, like, a big case of wine coolers and just take that because they're so easy, you know? And, like, you can get multiple flavors. So my dad's favorite one is Jamaican Me Happy. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> that one. It is watermelon-flavored, and I don't like it because I don't like watermelon-flavored things. But they're... There's something for everyone, so I like yeah. the name's cute. Jamaican <laughs> me 
mm-hmm. something. Jamaican me happy. <laughs> yeah. I do like wine coolers. They do tend to be sparkling. And like we all talked about, mm-hmm. I'm not, like we're not a fan of carbonation and yeah. the bubbles. So that's mm-hmm. the one thing I don't like about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, yeah, they come in all different flavors. You're bound to find one that you like. They don't really taste like alcohol, which is both good and bad. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I would probably put it in like, Thirst Quencher, but um, I don't know about what you guys. I'm good with Thirst Quencher because like in this one, the bubbles don't bother me so much. Like I can drink it like. I'll let it sit open for a little while or swirl around <laughs> to get the bubbles gone, but it's still good. So, oh my God, Milo. Are you good with Thirst Quencher, Ailey? Uh, myself, I wouldn't drink it because of the bubbles, but it has nothing to do with the flavor. Like, I think the flavor is good, mm-hmm. but I just wouldn't drink it because of the bubbles. Okay, yeah. Okay, so then the last one is the very typical female drink, which I know tons of guys who drink it. But it's White Claw. What are you guys' thoughts before I say my very strong opinion on it? <laughs> I think I had one once and I absolutely despised it. What about you, Ailey? Same. Yes, Stop I am the out. exact same. It literally just tastes like you're just drinking carbonation. There's no yeah. flavor to it. No. So we can all put this in the Sahara Desert? <laughs> I always thought yes. it tasted like just like drinking ass. <laughs> Oh well, on that note. <laughs> okay, so these are our rankings. Okay. Uh, we didn't Wait. get any up. Oh, what? We said that if we had none in Liquid Orgasm, we were going to move the one Moscato one up. So we got to do it. Yeah! <laughs> okay, so we'll put Moscato de Asti up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so now back to the comment way back when. Um, which of the, remember, we're just doing the wines, so not any of the cocktails, oh but which of the wines are we most like? Hmm. Hmm. I'm definitely the meat-flavored one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here, you're dummy. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's such a loaded question. I don't like the question. I know, right? Oh, goodness. Um, just because I don't want to be associated with a red wine, um, see, like, uh, it seems too lusty or something, so I'm gonna say that I'm, like, the Riesling, because it's kind of in the middle of everything, like, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm pretty average, um, I guess I can, I can be sweet, but lately I'm more mm-hmm. on the sour side, <laughs> so we'll say I'm there, oh, um, God. I can be kind of fruity, I'm pretty weird, <laughs> so, I don't know about the acidity. I can't really relate that to my life. But I'll say that I'm a Riesling somewhere. Sorry, yeah, Riesling somewhere in the middle of the white wines. I'm a very white girl, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. See, I want to say I'm Moscato, but I know I ain't that good. And, like, for Rosé and, like, um, like, the Rosé and the Chardonnay, like, I'm not that fancy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Asleep, Are you says, the church wine? <laughs> I really hope not. No, I can't be the church wine because church wine goes to everyone and I ain't doing that. <laughs> also, Slape who says you're alright and I'm assuming that you're referencing me and not Jess, so thanks. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Um, I'm gonna say I'm like the Sauvignon Blanc, <laughs> that one. 
I'm I'm drinkable. <laughs> Not in terms of our ranking, in terms of the wine. I know that, but it was just a side note. <laughs> You're just dry. Dry and <laughs> fruity. Wait, I gotta get your description here real quick. Uh, make sure we're on the right track. Very fruity, very acidic. You got a little bit of a body. Uh, <laughs> you're aggressively citrus-driven. Also, um... <laughs> so, um... In the chat, it was just put, Did you just equate the blood of Christ to being slutty? <laughs> no, I equated the wine church wine specifically yeah. that they have in church, especially the one where you all share the cup and then they just like wipe the rim because that's nasty. <laughs> that is compared to being schlatey. Oh my gosh. So, not the blood of Christ itself. <laughs> Just, just clean. What about Ailey? Ailey, do you have an idea of which wine you'd be? Uh, I'm just not good at these types of questions, so I was honestly going to go with Riesling, too, cause, just because I know that's my favorite of the wines. But since you picked that, I would pick... Pick it, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll do, I'll do something different. I'll just do um, the Pinot Grigio, because I feel like even though it's on the chart on the scale it seems like it's a lot drier when i had it it seems like honestly it's like right up with the riesling so it's kind of sweet kind of dry um i feel like it depends like how like sometimes it depends on each person what they like i feel like sometimes with me it depends um what mood i'll be in or you know well yeah something like that so i'll, I'll just go with that because that's also yummy you have to be in the right mood for Ailey <laughs> in order to enjoy her. Oh, goodness. Also, Eat the right food around her. <laughs> so we just have kidding. some clarification in the chat. The, um, oh, no, go back up. The you're all right was, was in fact, in reference to Jess. And I've been told that I was the Zinfandel. So thank you for that. I'm hated by everyone I love. <laughs> no, it's okay. You're just hated by my husband. I guess. <laughs> yes, it's just Pat. <laughs> I'm sure it's just a fake hate, just for the views or something. Oh kidding. yeah, it's, it's he's just, just trying to be cool. He yeah. likes to stir up shit like that. Yeah. You know. Well, because he has to pretend to be cool because he can't actually be cool. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Pat, if I were to describe you, you'd be the white claw because you're <laughs> everyone you're, just you're very aggressively fizzy and gassy <laughs> and uh, a little fruity because you're crazy and, and no one except for gay guys want you're you. tasteless. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do love my husband. I promise. <laughs> oh man! You <laughs> <laughs> but you steal my best friend and my wife. Yes, yes. I will snatch your wife away from you as well. <laughs> you bastard. My fiance just put, I want Patrick. Jess, want to run away together? Sure. Cool. We're going. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I took down our chart here now, so we're back to us, I think. Yeah. 
So we will finish this up, close it out. Um, thank you, ladies, very much for your input um, and our very educated ranking. Um, Uh-oh, what just happened? I don't know. What did just happen? Do you guys still see me? Yeah. 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 Okay, my screen just went black. I don't know what's going on. I can't see you. But anyways, regardless, we'll finish this off. Hopefully you can see me. Um, But thank you all for watching, and thank you to alina's fiance and my husband for commenting um <laughs> even though they were just having yeah that and like uh, the little battles that they were having back and forth of just posting patrick <laughs> in an apron with a, a pan exploding he's a weirdo yeah um so coming up so tomorrow we have our super special magic the gathering card opening that i know has been long awaited um patrick got tons of boxes of magic cards from his mom and he finally opened them with our friend eric and so that is coming out tomorrow at 8 a.m so definitely tune in for that um also uh just a notice to everyone our normal monday milecast will be pushed tuesday at 7 p.m just so we can have our special guests on so, um, so we won't have anything Monday night, but we will have our Malcast on Tuesday night. Otherwise, please like, share, comment, subscribe. Um, again, you can do the Prime subscribe your Twitch, Twitch account to your Prime account. Um, it's no cost to you, but it does make us a little bit of money, like a few cents. But you know, that's great. Everything so helps. we'll yeah, we'll we'll take anything. Or just just follow. Follows are good too. Get us out. Yeah, there. or just follow us keep track of our videos we have a different topic every week so there's bound to be something that you're interested in and just stay tuned and thank you all for watching have a good night